you have any songs where you released mm-hmm. that you were like, ah, oh, this is just like something I'm just going to drop. Mm-hmm. It's not my greatest stuff, but it ends up getting like a really, really good reception. Um, yeah, I think I do. Um, and not in like the sense where I was like, this is whatever. Um, but it was kind of like, I felt like I was taking more of a creative risk or like, I don't know if people are going to like this. Um, just based on like what I'm doing in this particular song and based on what people have liked in the past. Yeah. Um, and I've always found that it's met with, uh, you know, the more authentic you are to yourself, the more people like it. People want you to make the records you're going to make. They don't want you to make the records Drake is going to make. They mm. already love Drake. And yeah. Drake is going to make the Drake songs. Yeah. You don't need to make the Drake songs. You need to make the you songs. Yeah. And people will like that. Um, but it still like can feel like a risk. And so it's it's not really situations where I've been like surprised. Like, oh, people love this. It's more like, um, you know, your risk. You get that reward, right? Yeah, if yeah. you take a risk. Um, yeah. And it's actually not a risk. You're just being authentic. Right. Um, but it feels like a risk. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's facts, man. Like being like super authentic to, to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I found even some of my slow songs, like some of the songs that I have that are quote unquote, you call them like love songs, if you will. Yeah. Those are one of my most vulnerable songs that I've created. Mm-hmm. And those are like, I'm like, oh, like I'll just, I'll post it. Yeah. Yeah. And like for me, it was like, it was a risk. Yeah. It was a risk of like, ah, this is not really like hard mm-hmm. hip-hop bars like mm-hmm. that i'm normally like dropping or something something of that nature yeah it's more like oh this is like a slower talking about like my ex or talking about whatever mm-hmm. and um and those songs people ca- like always bring up in my circle yeah like that was a dope track that was the song that really got me i'm like what about this what about this boom bap like yeah yeah hard like mm-hmm. bars like this is the this is not the one for you the slow yeah the slow shit's the one for you right mm-hmm. so i don't know i think it's easy to forget that everybody else is just like you right like your favorite records are probably the most detailed and emotional and vulnerable records from an artist everybody loves you know the club banger or yeah. you know the turn up song but like all my favorite songs are the album cuts and I think everybody's the same right yeah, and when you yeah. give people that it's more interesting yeah right it's just hard because there's like this shock value right when you drop like a big like banger you know what I mean right, and right. then you feed off that and you're like oh this is what people want from me because you know you see that immediate reaction yeah but it won't have the lasting effect that you know something more personal and more genuine can have mm. not always i mean it's easy to make a slow song that's absolutely boring but um you know the more um the more personal you can get i think people relate to that and that's true of artists big and small yeah no that's facts man how has your sound evolved from day one mm-hmm. conch making beats rapping yeah. how has it evolved to today 2023 conch um I think that I have a confidence now in my abilities um, that I'm focused more on the song. You know, when I started, I was focused on showing what I could do. Like, mm. I wanted to flex that I could rap, right. rap fast, or like make beats that hit really hard, right. or whatever. And so that was the focus. It was too impressed to have this shock and awe, to have this kind of like spectacle, right? Is what I wanted. Um, so my songs weren't as good. In my opinion, um, 
they were just exciting. Like they were more like moments than songs because it was an attempt to showcase skill. And now I really care about songs. Like I want to make stuff that has strong foundations, strong writing, good arrangements that you know can feel good in your everyday life. You can put it on while you're driving, while you're cooking, whatever. You don't have to put it on just to be like, listen to this shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like that's what I was trying to make before. <laughs> And now I want to make songs that people are like, oh, yeah, this is my soundtrack. Like, this is my shit that I put on. I'm not, you know, I'm not, when they pass me the aux, maybe I don't plug this in and go, listen, like, check yeah, this yeah, out, right? Yeah. I would love to have those songs, but I'm more concerned now about creating songs that can last and that can become important to people. Yeah. Um, and I think my sound has just like talking about the actual sound of it. Like, I used to rap, now I'm mostly singing. I'm getting kind of back into like a rap kind of bag a little bit um yeah. lately but um just uh yeah more focus on structure melody arrangement like i want songs that are good songs yeah um as opposed to like good moments or good showcases of my skill yeah i don't feel that i have to prove myself anymore yeah as like a vocalist or a producer yeah um and so now i can just focus on you know creating stuff that i feel like has a lot of value as far as replayability or you know personality or that kind of thing it's funny you say that man because I've, I've been in that kind of zone over the last i would say the last two years because mm -hmm. before i was the same way it's like all right if i'm gonna rap this is gonna be the hardest shit yeah ever mm -hmm. you know like the crazy bars and the whatever and i i've i've been in this now where it's like all right instead of dropping that one single a year that like will get the reception that I'm trying to get mm -hmm. and it's just bars. It's just hard rap. Mm -hmm. How do I make a holistic project? How do I make a song? How do I make songs where it, like you said, has replay value has like, if someone listens to it, it's not just like, Oh, he can rap. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This is cool. Mm -hmm. And then next. Yeah. I want you to listen to it and have a, an audio experience. Yeah. Like when I listen to Cole, or I listen, you listen to some of these artists mm -hmm. and you're like, you want that shit on repeat. Yeah. How do I get, how do I make something of that nature and mm -hmm. be proud of what I'm posting versus the spectacle? Yeah. Yo, the flows, the crazy, this mm -hmm. and that and, and and whatnot. So I'm I'm in that kind of same mindset right now too. Yeah, and, and you told me that like storytelling is the biggest thing for you. Like yeah. when we've been in the studio, we've talked a lot about um, how you love concepts and how you love storytelling and narratives and stuff and and that stuff's so cool to me um, when you can build something bigger and you need a larger body of work to accomplish that right absolutely you can't build a world and tell a story inside of one song usually you yeah. know what I mean like there are examples of that like long you know six seven minute songs where you get the whole you know it's yeah a whole, it's a whole journey and I love that too yeah um, but uh, yeah, it's it's you can do more world building, more storytelling, um, when you go for that kind of longer format and focus on that. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm, I'm leaning towards like the, the 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 boom bap sort of the old school stuff and and going going to my influences of guys that mm -hmm. were making albums with skits, were making albums with stories, were mm -hmm. making albums that have concepts in it and yeah. characters and you know even t taking it back to like guys like Eminem, mm -hmm. like the skits, the the crazy skits. You're listening to this and you're yeah. you're taken to a world like his world mm -hmm. um, that's like crazy and 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 weird and but he's the one playing the character yeah you can tell it's m mm -hmm. and he's playing his mom or he's playing a, a guy in the drive-thru that mm -hmm. he's pulling you know and i man for me that's like 
and maybe this relates to like film and video but absolutely like, that to me just like just gets me it's like it's one of those things of like i want to now how do i do that in my music mm-hmm. versus before mm-hmm. it was like all right I got to prove myself that I can rap. Yeah. I'm not just this Edmonton artist that's like, yeah, he's amateur. Da, da, da. I, I don't want yeah. that. Uh, and 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 now it's different. Now it's like, no, I want to make music that that someone listens to and is like, oh, wow, that 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 sounded good. Mm-hmm. Not just from a rap standpoint, but like a musical standpoint. So yeah, a lot of guys can rap. Mm-hmm. How do you not just rap? Yeah. How do you make music yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah no that's and that's been my my same focus now too um and yeah the storytelling aspect of it uh only adds to that and i think your point about how that relates to you with your videos and your films and that kind of stuff is so true right like you're a fan of narrative you're a fan of things that feel cinematic and you're a fan of you know seeing different perspectives, right? What does the world look like through the lens of this album, whether it's an Eminem album or a Jay-Z album? Um, You know, what, and you know, what lens do I get when I listen to this and what perspective do I get? And I love that. Um, And then on top of that, you know, is it a jam, right? Do I want to listen to it? Do I want to throw this on in the car? You know, that all has to come together. Absolutely, brother. I love that. Um, Have you, uh, as an artist, have you tampered with any other art forms, like video or or uh, graphics or anything in, yeah. in the other in, in other other spaces? Yeah, I do uh, all my own album artwork for the most part. There's a couple covers that I haven't done myself, but I mostly make my own artwork. Oh, interesting. Um, which is like super fun for me, and I love that because uh, it's I don't like promote that I do that. Um, it's no pressure for me, right? If I make a cool cover and I'm proud of it, it's just like kind of a little hobby, but it like relates to the music. But there's, you know, there's pressure and there's work with the music, right? Right. The artwork, I get a little creative outlet where I just, you know, that's just for me, right? That's fun. I want to make something that looks dope, but like if nobody knows that I made it, I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a graphic designer. No, for Um, sure. So I do make my own album artwork and then uh, I have directed a couple of my videos, um, you know, wrote the shot list, wrote the concept and the treatment and all that, Um, but I've never shot any of my own videos yeah. or, or edited them. I've done like, you know, I can edit like a little beat video that I made or whatever. So I get right. those kind of creative outlets in small chunks, but it's nice to have something that's just for you yeah. Um, yeah. on the side of it because I feel like you shouldn't try to monetize everything that you do for joy um, because it can take the joy out of it. Um, and even that with the music, I'll make music that I know I'll never release. And I'm just like, I'm sitting down. I'm like, let me just make like an EDM, like a dance track right now because I love that. And I don't care, you know, what happens to it. I'm not assigning any pressure on this. Like, oh, this has to be a big record or how am I going to promote this? Like, let me just create and enjoy. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of beauty in that. Um, so I guess that I don't know if that answers no, no, your it question. Does. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, f- I feel the same way. Is like when you dabble in certain certain different areas that you're not mm-hmm. you know familiar with, or even just like it's something for yourself. Like you said, it doesn't have to be. I gotta do this, and like I gotta make this, and th- yeah, yeah. The podcast is the same way, man. Mm-hmm. That's how we started. We wanted to genuinely just have dope conversations because that's what we love. That's yeah. what we want to do. Okay we're not thinking about monetizing we've just in our fourth fifth year now mm-hmm. thought of okay maybe we should get maybe a sponsor yeah cool to like get a coffee sponsor yeah, yeah. during the pod that'd be dope yeah. right? but we're not it, it we were just like 
let's have dope conversations with mm-hmm. dope people. Yeah. That was the initials. I don't want to like make this into like a, a thing. Yeah. Maybe now after five years in the game. Yeah. But it didn't start that way. I'm no. like, let's just try it. Let's just have conversations. Yeah. See if we can even do this podcast for mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. Let's see if we can actually be consistent with it. Yeah. So, did you ever have this experience like when you did something well and other people took notice, they would immediately tell you like, oh, you should try to make something out of that. You should make a career out of that. That's what you should be doing. Always. You're good at that, right? <laughs> <laughs> like in, in any in any realm, right? Could be, you know, you get 100% on a math test and people go, okay, well, are you going to become an accountant or are you going to become an engineer or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> you but, should be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> but like, or, you know, um, you're in drama class and they're like, oh, you should be an actor or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't know if it's like Western culture, like obsession with working or whatever. There's this like push to monetize anything that you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or make a career out of anything you can do. And I really don't like that um, because it can take the joy out of it like right away. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If I had when I made my first song, made it with the, you know, idea that I needed to make a career, I would never have con- continued, right? Yeah. I would have said, okay, well, this song flopped and sucks and yeah. I have to do the next thing. But it was just like this passion, right? And that should come later, if it ever comes at all. There's yeah. things that I enjoy so much, like films are huge for me. Yeah, And I don't want to be an actor or a director or whatever. I mean, yeah, those things would all be cool to be. Yeah. But I'm not like trying to do that. Right. But I love film and movies. And that's just, you know, for me, I get so much joy out of that. And if I started trying to work on it, I know that that would go away. Yeah, that's facts. And I feel like it's because of our hustle, hustle culture mm-hmm. that we have where yeah. everything's quick and everything's like quick money, quick mm-hmm. this, quick that. And, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm in the I'm in the mentality of slowing down. Yeah, like slow down. Mm-hmm. Just try. Yeah, just try this thing. Don't worry about the outcome. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just if if it doesn't turn into money making. Yeah, fuck it. Like it doesn't yeah. matter, right? Like just try it. Slow down. Experiment. Fail. Mm-hmm. Be okay to fail. Yeah. Okay. It, whatever failure is to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. Try it. If it's something that you love and want, you'll find out after yeah. three months, after the honeymoon phase is over. Mm-hmm. The podcast was the same way. Yeah. Let's just try it. Mm-hmm. Let's get the cameras that we have at the time and get the lights that we have. Let's just see if we can have a conversation with someone. Right. Bring them into the studio. Have that experience. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do. And not, don't think about it going blowing up and this this was at the time actually before podcast blew up that's Mm -hmm. the thing Mm -hmm. like we were at a point where the only guy that was in the space was like joe rogan yeah and then like as you as we were doing it you started to see this ramp up of like Mm -hmm. all these people are having these podcasts and sometimes that kind of got into our head of like oh do we need to change shit now Mm -hmm. like do we need to like ramp up and do different things because you're like oh my god like Mm -hmm. this person started a podcast and and then you see these guys like yes getting deals like Mm hundred million dollar deals or deals with barstool sports or whatever and you're like oh my god like we gotta do that yeah and it's you kind of get do that exactly and then i was like you know what kenny like let's let's take a step back like it'd be dope to have the bright lights and the the money and all that that'd be that'd be awesome yeah be cool to make money off your pod but 
let's try to t- pull it back why did we start this in the first place mm-hmm. where do we want to go with it yeah slow down a little bit before we start to look at businesses to to mm-hmm. sponsor the pod or whatever the case may be so yeah i'm in that i'm in that zone of slow down yeah it's it's a nice place to be and it takes time to get there um but uh i have the similar thing in the studio there's a feeling i get if i make something that i think is good it's this uh, irreplaceable like it's the best feeling in the world and it's this moment that i'm always chasing you know what i mean um i could get you know the biggest response i've ever gotten for a song and it would feel great but it wouldn't match that feeling that i got when i was in the studio making it and that's why i keep going back to the studio every day because there's that feeling i'm at the desk something clicks and I just have to like stand up and walk around the studio a little bit <laughs> yeah. because it's so like, you're like, oh shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just made something that I think I would actually want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, damn, this is so beautiful. And so I've been, I chased that. And it took me a while to figure out that that was the thing that I was actually chasing. Right. right? I thought I was chasing all these other things, but what I was actually chasing is that joy in process that I get and it's still the best feeling in the world to me. Absolutely. Um, yeah. That moment that clicks mm-hmm. or like you've made something that you're like, "Oh my god." Great stories are timeless. To be a great storyteller One must bridge the gap between an alluring narrative and the audience. To pull with the heartstrings and to shape the imagination. At Q Films Media, we're more than just a media production agency. We are a powerhouse of creative individuals, content creators, who specialize in telling great stories. Stories that are intimate, and kept closest to the heart. Stories that are powerful and inspiring, that spark boldness and action. We are Q Films Media. We're here to tell your story. We are always unseen. I, I remember actually last year we I did a single with a. Uh, a, 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 guy, a guy named Avi, and mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, he came from Vancouver. Yeah, he's an artist from Vancouver. He's a mutual friend of ours, uh, of uh, of Kenny's, and uh, never met this guy. Mm-hmm. Knew he had some bars. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Let's 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 set up a studio time. Let's go and yeah. Went to a, a friend's studio and uh, met him like on the driveway. Okay, I was like, yo, what's up, man? Yeah, we're about to do this single, right? Yeah. It's so funny. Like, and I had my bars ready to go. This mm-hmm. and that. We get into the studio. Um, and he's like, okay, you go first. Like, you know, record your verse that you have. Here's mm-hmm. the beat, whatever. So I record my verse. And we still, I'm like, bro, like, where's, like, you have some stuff, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and so I'm recording my first, like, my, my verse. Mm-hmm. I record it. And I'm like, all right, bro, it's your turn. He's like, okay, give me an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, give you, give you an hour? Yeah. Like, what? And he's like, because his process of writing is like, in the studio okay okay yeah so i was like oh because i'm usually like i have to prep my bars mm-hmm. and like write it and mm-hmm. take the time to like you know iron out the wrinkles and whatnot mm-hmm. and he puts it in his headphones i'm sitting in the back of the studio i'm just chilling with uh, a few of the other guys an hour goes by yeah and i'm like 
what is this guy doing, right? He takes off his headphones and he's like, I got it. Mm-hmm. And he's he also dabbles in producing and whatnot. Okay. So he was piecing his um, recording onto the onto the beat. Mm-hmm. And he presses play. Yeah. And the music starts to play. Mm-hmm. And he had chopped up my verse okay with his okay so you know how like um some some songs where it's like i'll rap a few bars then the other rapper raps a few bars yeah it kind of goes back and forth Mm -hmm. he did that and And i had no idea that he was gonna do this okay and he played it and we i lost it bro yeah i was like what this sounds insane and that moment yeah the greatest moment the greatest feeling ever right oh shit this is crazy yeah it's so beautiful and you have to try to appreciate that when you're in it because it's so easy to zoom out of that and right you had the greatest feeling in the world when you heard the rough draft of the track let's say it comes out it doesn't you know meet your expectations now you're gonna associate negativity with that song yeah when you should hold on to the beauty that that you know moment, what I mean, right? That moment, yeah. You, you already won in that moment. Yeah. No, that's facts, bro. That's facts. And I just remember those moments of like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what's called, Eureka or like, yeah. just like the light bulb like went mm-hmm. off and you're like, oh my God, this sounds good. Yeah. Like to me, it sounds great. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like we made something that I've never met this guy before. Like yeah. we just kind of spontaneously went into this mm-hmm. studio. So I, I cherish those moments a lot. Absolutely. And it's cool that he's one of those guys. I love those guys, right? Because they know. They know. <laughs> know what they're about to do when they get the headphones on yeah like he's not worried that he's like gonna disappoint you he's like let me just cook in silence for an hour and blow these guys minds. yeah he probably does that at every he pro- exactly he, goes he probably yeah exactly yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing yeah. and and he lives for that too right and he lives not only for those moments but he probably loves to give other people those moments right Absolutely. if he's the guy who put the headphones on and be like okay i'm gonna get these guys like i'm gonna sneak attack them with like some dope shit Absolutely. that they're not ready for and and i i relate to that a little bit too when i get like a new artist in the studio who maybe doesn't really know what all the possibilities are like how their voice can sound yeah i like to like run through my steps of making them sound dope without playing anything for a little bit yeah and then hit play <laughs> and wait right yeah because yeah. i know you know or you pull the beat out or you like slow the beat down or whatever and you know it's coming and you they don't know, know. You're gonna surprise them yeah and then i'm just like over my shoulder like i know they're about to jump off the couch <laughs> when this shit when this shit hits and that's awesome like that's the greatest feeling man honestly yeah, yeah it's it's so sweet um, let's talk about let's talk about some of your music, man. Mm-hmm. You just dropped a single. Yes, you always. Yes, you always. It's funny because me and Adriel actually on the way to the studio, we were mm-hmm. listening to it. Okay, and we're like, oh shit, this shit's a banger, bro. It yeah. sounds clean. It's uh, talk to me about the the single itself. Yeah, how did it come about? Mm-hmm. You also have a feature on there as well. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, I think it's definitely the most like straight up pop record that I've ever done. Um, there's no bars on it. It's all melody. The hook is very danceable. The hook is literally me singing, ooh. Like, there's not even, yeah, yeah. There's not even words yeah. um, in the hook. And uh, so that was fun. And that was fun to experiment with and push. Like, okay, can I make a song that's basically like pure pop that I still really vibe with? Um, and I think that I was able to do that. Um, and I'm really proud of the song. It's got this upbeat, bright, kind of colorful sound. Um, and it's, uh, it's one that I've had sitting for a while. Um, I made it, I think my first session on it would have been two years ago, probably during the pandemic. Um, oh wow. Two years ago. Yep. Yeah. It's it's that old. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, uh, I've had a couple different variations of this song. You know, the course was a little bit different. There was, you know, this and that. 
but um yeah i've produced everything on it so i played all the parts and all that and then uh the second verse i didn't know what to do and i had you know two years ago at that point i had just started working with this artist who goes by lease um i knew her as lisa then and she was coming to the studio and just like blowing my mind with the stuff that she was bringing in as a vocalist and an arranger and you know doing harmonies and a composer like she was just like oh my god like mm -hmm. the talent was unbelievable and so around the time that i had started working on this song i had started working with her and so it was kind of a no-brainer for me to say hey you know you want to jump on this like i want your voice on this absolutely um, yeah. you've got a brilliant amazing voice this song is more pop leaning which is more you know towards what i've heard from you um so and you know she was stoked to do it as well which was awesome and um so it's funny because i've been working with her for a couple years on her stuff and i've had that song sitting around for two years so you know our relationship is you know two years old right we know each other but this is the first time that we're getting like a piece of art that's like both of us as the artist right, right. i've mixed on some of her stuff and produced on some of her stuff but like this is our first true collaboration where we're both artists mm. um and yeah her verse is is probably my favorite part of the song um and i feel like she just like got in this pocket that like i wasn't even imagining right yeah. when i asked her to do it i had an idea of what she was capable of and so i had a kind of picture in my head of what she might sound like on the song and she went totally left from what i was anticipating and it was even better than i could have you know asked for and i was just so stoked when i heard what she was doing that's awesome bro. yeah that's awesome it's it's like you say it's sweet when you have those moments of mm -hmm. like you don't know and then she goes left field and all of a sudden it's like whoa right yeah. like that yeah mm -hmm. um so obviously you 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 had that and and when did you complete the song like how how did it kind of wrap up i think the song's been like totally finished uh i think i've had it since november okay last year so i took my time with it for sure yeah i had it probably like 80 percent like a year ago yeah and then i yeah. just kind of let it sit there while i was doing other stuff because i'm working on a longer project too yeah. um and uh details to come yeah later. yeah details to come can't talk too much about <laughs> yeah, that yeah. right now but uh just know that there was some other things going on that's right that's um right. <laughs> and uh so yeah it was just kind of sitting and i actually got it mastered by uh, brad smith from velveteen and this was the first time that i'd had somebody work on my music from a mix master standpoint since Dunna um, had basically taught me to do it myself so it had been you know a few years since I'd had outside hands on the mix and master of my stuff right um, and I was like you know what let me just because it had been sitting for so long right I was like I've kind of exercised every angle that I can with this and I still don't feel like it's done let me pass this off to somebody else to bring it across the finish line mm. um, and I'm so glad I did that because the master that he did on it is just phenomenal like it sounds great and it's not something that I could have done to it yeah. um, which is awesome and you know I'm always trying to push myself I have a little bit of an issue where I try to do everything myself um, and when I got his master back I was just like oh yeah no no I, I wasn't going to bring it there Yeah, like you and your experience and your ears allowed you to bring it there and i don't have that and i'm so glad that i had that input are you more open to that now because i know for me when i started it was like this shit's mine right yeah like, no like this is how i'm doing things da, da, mm -hmm. da, da, da. Mm -hmm. i'm obviously way more open than i was when i started but are, is that kind of the same for you or have you always been open to kind of 
have other individuals influence some of your music or have you always just been kind of in your bag your pocket your vision yeah um i've always been collaborative but i've always wanted the final say um so like if it was a situation of like maybe donna would be like well you know the mix would sound better if i did this and i and i'd say you know i i get it and i respect it that's how you feel (laughs) but like Turn the 808 up or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And now I'm more, you know, I have less possessiveness over the work and, and, <laughs> and I just want it to be as good as it can be. Gotcha. And I think that I have developed my ears to a point where I can hear stuff that I didn't hear before. Yeah. Um, where I can say, see, oh, okay, you took it there and I see why that's better. Whereas before, like, I'd be like, well, that's not how I envisioned it, so it must be worse. Mm. But now I can kind of, you know, I have a more open, uh, I have more open ears, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fact. I'm sure that that's probably helped with, you know, being able to produce your own stuff, mm-hmm. right? But also just the, 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 the years of experience that come that way. Yeah. Um, how has your, uh, how has producing influenced or has it influenced the way you write the way mm-hmm. you sing rap any anything like that have those correlated at all or are they kind of their own separate lanes like absolutely they have um as i grow as a producer i think that i grow as a writer and an arranger in the same way because when you're producing you're writing you're writing music um you're not writing words but you're yeah. still writing and and those things translate for sure and it's especially helped me as a singer um, melodining vocals. I don't know if you have experience with that or I do not. So it's like a manual pitch correction software called Melodyne, and it's how you can correct somebody's pitch. You can correct their vibrato. You can correct basically everything, and it's less obvious than like something like Auto Tune, okay. where it's just like doing it automatically. It's an actual manual. Like it's so it's more for pop records or R and B or stuff like that, right? Where you don't necessarily want to hear that Auto Tune sound. Yeah. You want to hear like. A natural vocal okay um and i do that on a ton of the songs that i work on for myself for other people um and so i was melodining day in and day out at the studio and then i realized i was becoming a better singer because i was developing my understanding of intervals and you know okay this note is three notes higher than that note but what does that actually sound like what does that actually mean right and so working on this pitch correction actually helped me improve my own pitch um, in a weird way, right. right? And that I didn't expect it. And now I'm like, oh, I can do stuff vocally that I couldn't before mm-hmm. um, because of my understanding, because of actually working on pitch correction and not actually singing. Right. I became a better singer in a roundabout way. Um, right. Obviously, the best thing to become better at something is to actually do that thing. But it's interesting that there's all this crossover, right? I'm a better mm-hmm. singer because I'm a better vocal tuner. Right, right. No, I love that, man. That's interesting. It's very interesting. It's funny because I, I could take it back just personally for me when I started writing, uh, you know, my raps mm-hmm. and how how to piece raps together that would fit uh, on the beat in yeah. the pocket, mm-hmm. right? And not make it like the flow off. Yeah. And how do you get that flow? And that was one of the things that I struggled with for, for a long time. But mm-hmm. I figured out syllables. Yeah. Right? All right. If the syllables match yeah. from bar to bar. Yeah. Okay, now I have to make words that fit within the syllable. So I used yeah. to count my syllables. My first two oh, wow. years, yeah. I used to count my syllables yeah. to make sure that they fit in the pocket. Yeah. Um, That's a beautiful dedication too, right? To be like, to acknowledge like, okay, maybe this flow isn't quite right. 
how do I break it down? Like, what's the math? What's the count? Literally, man. That's yeah. exactly what I used to do. It's so funny because I'd just like, I'd be sitting there like with my fingers like, yeah. And then like, okay, no, that doesn't, I have to remove a word. Yeah. I have to, you know, to mm -hmm. fit. Okay, now it fits. But this last word doesn't sound right. Mm -hmm. uh, this has two extra syllables, you know, and mm -hmm. I'd like break it down like that to a point. I got to a point where now when I write, I don't have to count my syllables yeah it's internal it's now. internal now but that those reps of like doing it has allowed me to now i feel like i have a decent flow and yeah. you know it's you know it works and once you understand the rules you can start to break them and, and have a little bit of fun right maybe you add a pause here or your flow it switches up here or there's you know a little internal rhyme right once you're comfortable just you know you know counting it out okay yeah. it has to be this i know that and then once you are good with that, you can go, but it could also be this, right? It could also right. be, you know, I could do this. And it's so fun as you add tools to your tool belt with the creativity where you're like, okay, well, before everything matched, now I can put these little imperfections in or these little intricacies and make it more interesting, make it more exciting. 100%, man. I would, I would break down like, you know, a Kendrick song mm -hmm. or a Kendrick verse or a J. Cole verse. Yeah. And I would... Literally, I would listen to the songs and then I would like pause mm -hmm. at places where they would switch up their flow. Yeah. In the middle of their verse. And mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, shit, that yeah. pause mm -hmm. that made it so much better. Like, yeah. how do you feel the word? It wouldn't have like hit mm -hmm. as hard Absolutely. or like that flow switch or like even like tone of voice. Yeah. Or like delivery. That's huge. Or like. And I mean, we're getting into like meat and potatoes of a song, but like la laughing in certain places mm -hmm. or adding certain sounds or this and that. It's like, yeah. Once you start to want, like obviously being in, 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 in the music scene, I guess, mm -hmm. and you start to listen to songs, you're like, you start to peel the layers a little bit more than just listening. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, like Cole did this, that added mm -hmm. that much, that song just made it that much better. Yeah. Based off that creativity. I love, I love that like self-referential, like, and I love that in hip hop. And that's probably why I think it's, you know, it's the best genre um, ever because hip-hop songs are aware that they're songs does that make sense mm -hmm. like a pop song's just a song you're not the singer is not like referencing how he's singing a song right he yeah, just yeah. sings the song yeah usually yeah but a hip-hop song you get you know those little sound effects or like the guy talks about i'm in the studio right yeah, now right yeah. you never heard coldplay like chris martin be like i'm in the studio <laughs> no in no song. never um yeah. um he just sings his song, which is great. But I love like cinema and narrative like you do. And so it's cool. Yeah. Like they're breaking the fourth wall almost like yeah. within the song. And that's so cool. And it's so referential, right? This guy might take a flow from this other song and it's not stealing. He's not biting. Like it's homage. Like it's done on purpose, right? Kendrick does that all the time. Kendrick will insert like Jay-Z lines into his songs all the time. Yeah. And it's like an evolution of that line. Yeah. Right, he's carrying the torch. It's it so awesome. It is, man. It is those little intricacies. That's why it made me fall in love with 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 uh, with that. Yeah, with, with the music itself. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, how do I incorporate that? Mm -hmm. How do I do that in a way where how do I add characters? Yeah. How do I add skits? How do I how do I storytell? Mm -hmm. How do I add the stuff that I used to love? Yeah. But now that I've been able to break it down mm -hmm. from an artist perspective, and it's like, okay, cool. Let's take the time, mm -hmm. slow it down, take the time. Yeah. Let's, you know, and figure it out and see what paint, what picture I want to paint with, with the, with these songs now. Absolutely. And, and you can get bored too, right? Like, let's say you're counting out your bars, you get good at that and you're like, okay, well I can rap now. Yeah. Let me add a character. Let me change the tone of voice. Like, let me give myself 
a little challenge to keep going that's right um which that's is right. which is super fun yeah absolutely bro absolutely before we wrap up the 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 pod man i want to i want to ask you you know do you have any tips and advice for uh for artists mm-hmm. for singers anyone who's in the space who maybe they're from edmonton and they're exploring their sound and mm-hmm. you know maybe they want to take it to the next level yeah any advice for 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 creatives or artists yeah, I think, um, and I kind of touched on this before, but uh, finishing, finishing the work is so important. Finishing the songs, you know, don't just sketch forever. Um, do what you can with what you've got, where you're at, and then build from there. Um, so, you know, make the bad song. Make a hundred bad songs. I made some of the worst music you could ever listen to in your life. I promise you. Some of my original music is awful. It's terrible. If it ever leaks, (laughs) (laughs) I'm done for. But I made it, right? And then it allowed me to be better. Um, So do that. Make the thing that you want to make, even if it's not where you wish it would be yet. And be honest about that with yourself, too. Working in the studio, I see a lot of people come in who, you know, they don't have the practice in yet. They don't have the time in yet. Their skill's not quite where they want it to be. And they can be a little bit delusional about that. You know what I mean? Right. Be honest with yourself about your skills. That's the only way to improve them. If you're in denial about how good of a song you can make, you'll never make a better song. Mm. Um, so just be honest and and try to get honest feedback. And, uh, and that's how you build and that's how you grow. Um, yeah, I think. No, I, I think I love, that would be my advice. I love that, man. I totally agree with that. What's next for Conch, man? Um, what, what do you got in the what you got in the pipeline? I mean, we're not gonna yeah, drop yeah. everything yet, but what do you got going on? What's 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 next for you, brother? Yeah, so we just dropped you always. I'm gonna be promoting that um, for the next little while, and then I'm gonna have more singles coming out this year. Maybe a bigger project, maybe a show. I'm not promising anything yeah. other than it's gonna be a busy year for me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be active and and doing a lot. I've kind of you know been taking it easy as far as releasing goes. I've for been sure. working, but um, yeah, this year I'm gonna start you know putting some of the stuff out that I've been keeping in the vault. Awesome, brother. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you? Uh, yeah. You know, your plugins. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, pretty much everywhere. It's OKConch is my handle on every site. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music. I got a bunch of music videos out on YouTube. There's a ton of content pretty much anywhere you would find it. Just search OKConch um, and you'll find me there. And, yeah, I a bunch of stuff to dive into. Maybe you'll like the old stuff. <laughs> absolutely brother you know no i appreciate you man this was uh honor having you in the studio man yeah man fun. this is great this was fun man I, I i enjoy talking about hip-hop music just art in general so yeah um, this was fun man. Thank absolutely you. thanks so much for having me awesome brother well that's a wrap guys if you enjoyed that episode make sure to review us on spotify apple music uh and we'll see you guys next week 